Welcome to Sylvia Speaks, a space created for Latinas to cultivate healing, knowledge around trauma, money wounds, finding your purpose, and unapologetically speaking your truth. A space that talks about it all, from healing mother wounds, difficulties in parenting, struggles in love, and the journey to self-discovery. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Sylvia Speaks, the podcast. I believe, I believe we are on episode 35. I believe I am right. We are on episode 35. This episode is going to be an update on um, my latest surgery. Um, You guys have seen it all. You have seen it all from the beginning of me even, you know, thinking about getting the surgery. Well, I mean, I guess planning it and scheduling it and the emotions that came along with it and just like how I was feeling and how excited I was and, um, you know, and then getting the surgery, giving you guys an update and just like the emotional roller coaster that has transpired from that point on. And it has been a lot. Um, I mean, if you listen to every single episode um, that I've released, uh, maybe from like ass and titties all the way through, up to now, you will kind of just see the progression or regression, I guess, of like my mental health (laughs) in regards to the status of how my breasts look after getting them removed. It has officially been six months since my explant surgery, and I don't regret it one bit. I do not regret going through the process that I went through to where I am now. I think that it was definitely beneficial, not only for my health, But it was beneficial for just living in my authenticity and really proving that I can love me and I didn't need to continue on with that identity that I had for such a long time with the implants. Um, The implants, as I had mentioned before, that I had previously for about 10 years, those implants were 800 cc's. That is the largest size that they make here in the U.S., Um, that is the largest size I think that they will even put in you in the U S if I'm not mistaken, at least that's what I've been told by doctors, um, here in the States, but that's crazy. Like I had the largest implants ever and they were like, you know, like melons basically. Um, my back hurt all the time. They were just really uncomfortable. I couldn't lay on them. They were just more of a hassle than they were good. And then when I lost a lot of weight, they became even more heavier. So it just wasn't ideal for me to have them anymore. I didn't like the look that they gave me. I didn't like the attention that came with it. And I just didn't like people's perception of me because of my body shape. Um, and it was, you know, primarily the, the boobs because I always had booty. I've always had booty, but the boobs and, and ass combo, like it was just a lot and I wasn't desiring that type of look anymore. So going through that explant surgery was, um, was something that I think t- forever I'll be grateful for um just really seeing my body transform again and it kind of it kind of took me back to when I was a teenager when I was a young adult before I got the implants and just the emotions that I had around my body specifically my boobs um before then uh when I was growing up my breasts have always been a point of insecurity for me I think because they were asymmetrical. Um, 
one was like an A and the other one was like a large B, maybe a C. They were super different, like in size, like significantly different to the point where I would obviously have to get like a bra that fit the bigger cup. But then that would leave tons of room in the other one. And it just looked crazy. And so I dealt with that insecurity for a really long time. Um, but, you know, I was also young. So it wasn't like I was out here dating or like I had, I guess, insecurities like in a sexual way. Um, it was more so like the things that I wore and not being able to wear cute bras like my friends and just being really ashamed of my body, like at sixth grade camp. And, um, you know, just thinking that and not even men like that women would notice and, you know, bring it to my attention, which had happened before. And so that was primarily the reason why I had decided to go and get breast implants. And, you know, at the time, too, I was in a relationship that was toxic and abusive and that was just you know something that was also brought up and I felt like maybe that would just I don't know make me a new woman and make me lovable but I did have an identity with them I had them I had them done they looked amazing and I was known as Sylvia with the big titties for almost 10 years and um it was funny like it was funny in the beginning and then towards the end it was like that's not what I want to be known for, you know, like I have a brain, like I just graduated with my master's, you guys, like I'm more than what my body is. And I wanted to be seen like that and respected for my, my brains and not just my beauty. So going through the explant surgery in the beginning, before it happened, I was super excited, also nervous. I wasn't sure what my body was going to look like, but I was ready to not have big old knockers anymore. Post-surgery, like I've shared with you guys and on Instagram too, like the reel that I did, it was a shocker because I didn't know what to expect. And just seeing like the difference in my breast size, I was like, what the fuck? But then I learned to like love them for the most part. Like I really liked um, the shape. I liked that they were just like, I don't know, like kind of like teardrop, but they were saggy. But it was just, it was cute. Like they were, they were petite. I enjoyed them, but I didn't like how much loose skin I had. The loose skin portion was insane. Like I have mentioned before, I would bend over and it would literally look like my panza before I got a tummy tuck, like the loose skin. Um, and I was like, oh, my boobs, that's, that's crazy. I don't know how I feel about that. I wasn't a fan. And I think at that point, that's when it became even more of an insecurity for me where it was like, that's just not cute. Like, it's not cute to have, like, loose skin. And it was really hard to find tops that, like, fit correctly to where I kind of, like, hide and mask it. Even tape, even, like, breast tape, um, that didn't really help all that much. So I knew in the future, eventually, like, once I was fully healed, because the surgeon even said, like, nobody's going to, you know, well, we're not going to operate on you until you're six months post-op. And that was the response I was getting from, like, other um, surgeons that I had consulted with, too, for a lift. I even was like, maybe I don't have to go as extreme as getting a lift. Maybe I can do like a fat transfer. I did a consultation for that. The doctor was like, you know, you have a lot of loose skin. Like you, we could do it, but you're not going to like the results. You're not really even going to notice the result because the skin, it's like, a, it's a lot. Like you had ginormous implants you needed and you had a lot of weight loss. And so like all of that stretching, you got to get that re revised. And then maybe you can come back and do like a, a fat transfer. So I was like... All right, you know, we'll see. So I 
consulted with a few different surgeons. Um, Mexico usually has been like the place where I go and I get, I've gotten plastic surgery before because um, it's cheaper. I mean, realistically, like that's honestly the only reason why, because it's cheaper and they snatch you like here in the, in the States, there's more rules and regulations. And now I understand it's all within good means. Like there's a reason for those rules and regulations so that you don't die, you know, like, so you don't die. And so that there's less room for complication and error. Um, but I'm stubborn and I'm also like, you know, balling on a budget always. So I opted to go to Mexico. I had, um, I know somebody who went to the surgeon, she looked great. Her results looked really natural. And I, you know, reached out for a consultation and I had booked, um, in a, an appointment, a surgery date for like next year, like in March. And I was like, they said, but you can, you know, you can message us, see if we have cancellations. And I was like, you know, I kind of want to get them done before my birthday. I kind of want to get them done before my birthday. So I reached out, they had a cancellation. They were like, you know, it was like a little bit cheaper. And, um, I was like, I'm, I'm taking it like it's mine. And I think I booked it maybe like a week and a half before like the surgery. Um, so it was very short notice, like as far as like the change goes, but luckily, you know, my mom was able to take us and, um, and everything like ended up working out for the most part, uh, to get the surgery done. So surgery day comes and the, they tell me, you know, well, the price of your lift is the price of the lift, whether you want implants or not. But the surgeon was like, I recommend that you get implants because you have no volume up here and I, he was right like I had no volume up here like it was just like skin hanging down here but nothing up here and so I was like you know I think in the moment and also thinking about it and just like the desired look and also reflecting back on the fact that I took my implants out for the specific reason of me believing that I had breast implant illness. And I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, I don't think I had breast implant illness anymore. I believe I still did have breast implant illness. There was a lot of different um, symptoms of breast implant illness that I felt like I had for a very long time, especially like joint pain. But when I had the implants removed and then obviously the hair loss, that was the major reason why I wanted them removed because I correlated the start of my hair loss, um, to be at the same time that I had got implants. And so post removing the implants and just like relearning how to love my body again, my hair fell out. Like I had a huge, a huge fallout of hair and it was crazy. And so when I consulted with my dermatologist, you know, she was like, well, you have alopecia and that really doesn't have anything to do with it. Like it's like a genetic alopecia. So I was like, great. Okay. All right. Okay. Well then maybe, maybe the joint pain, maybe my hips are going to stop hurting. My back definitely stopped turning. That was kind of like a no brainer because the implants were so heavy that it was like just slouching all the time, but the joint pain didn't stop. Like it was like how it normally would be all the time. So I was like, all right, cool. So I kind of felt at times like I did that surgery for no reason. I felt like I made myself look not as cute. I'm not going to say ugly because I'm not ugly, but, um, you know, not as cute for like 
no reason, but there was a reason. And it, even if it wasn't like a physical reason, it was more like a mental and emotional reason. And I'm, I'm still very grateful that I went through that. And then I spent six months without them so that I could just like learn to love like me. And again, I didn't need it. Like I didn't, I don't, I don't need to go do these things. Like nobody needs to go get plastic surgery, but I'm somebody who is not against it. I'm somebody who's not against people doing whatever makes them happy. Unless it's some weird shit. Like I'm not even going to say it, but unless it's some fucking weird shit like that, that's not cool. But if it's something that you need to do for yourself to make yourself feel happy, like self care, like going to a spa, getting plastic surgery, getting fillers, getting Botox. Cause you don't like the lines in your face. Like what's, what's wrong with that? You're not hurting anybody. You're doing it to yourself. And if you like it and you feel good, then what does it matter what anybody else thinks? And that's just how I feel about it. We're only on earth for, we don't even know how, how much time we are on borrowed time and why not enjoy ourselves to the best of it? You know, why do we want to live up to other people's standards? And sometimes, you know, I think about that too, as far as like, cosmetic procedures go because sometimes we do get so suckered in into social media or you know like reality stars like the kardashians and like things that they make seem really popular and we're just we there's a lot of people who want to look very much like that and then there's some of us who like we don't align so yeah, I don't knock anybody for wanting to get any type of cosmetic procedure, any type of surgery. If it makes you happy, go for it. I don't see um, the reason in us belittling other women for choosing to get elective surgeries, even if we think it's like over the top and too much. If that's what makes them happy, then that's what makes them happy. Like mind your own, you know, mind your own business. Like we don't really need to be meddling in the business of other people and why they choose to do the things that they choose to do with their own body. But anyway, that's just my stance on that. But obviously just um, on the number of elective surgeries that I have had and different cosmetic procedures, like I do get Botox, not um, as frequently or whatever as I should, but I don't feel like I need it. Like for me, it's just like maintenance every maybe like twice a year, you know, and just small things like some Botox here. I got that Boricua forehead, so my brow bone is really low. So sometimes I like to raise my eyebrows a little bit. One time I did too much Botox and your girl looked like a chola. It was crazy. But that, a little lip flip, you know, maybe some here, but not really. Like, I'm not too bothered about all of that. But I know as I age and time progresses, like, I'm probably going to end up doing it a little bit more. But I have nothing against women who want to do whatever they want to do with their body. So, um, when the doctor told me that the price of the lift was going to, you know, be the same, whether I chose to do implants or not, and that I wasn't going to have volume if I decided to do just the lift at that point, I was like, okay, let's do implants, but I don't want them big. I told him I had really big implants. I do not want them big. So he said, okay, we can get you like a BC cup. And I was like, all right, you know, I was kind of not gonna lie. I was kind of like, maybe like a D, <laughs> but at that point I was being a little greedy because it's like, why do I need to be a D cup? I don't need to be a D cup, but I'm glad that I shut my mouth up and I did tell him I do like the teardrop look. Like I do kind of want them to, you know, just look like teardrop like you. And so I go into surgery, um, you know, everything went okay. 
I think. Um, I went to the recovery room. I wake up and they feed me. They give me like, you know, apple juice and some water and like some jello. And I, I downed the apple juice. I was like, I think I felt like my body needed the sugar crazy like when you really listen to your body your body tells you what it needs so i was like apple juice and then i had some then i had some water and then i was like slowly eating the jello because i was still a little bit nauseous and and then by the time i was done with that and they were getting ready to roll me back to my room the elevator was broken and so i was like oh that's great so they're like well we got to roll you back to the recovery room and i was like okay so at that point i asked well what time is it and they're like it's 3 p.m and I said, okay, but can you guys please make sure that you let my family know that I'm out of surgery and I'm awake and I'm okay. And they're like, yeah, yeah, they already know. And I was like, okay, cool. So I took advantage. I said, you know, I'm just going to, I can't do anything. I don't have my phone. Like I'm bored. You know, I'm just going to go back to sleep. So I went back to sleep. I woke up again. It was about, and then I asked what time it was and it was five. I was like, dang, two hours and the elevator's still broken. And so I was like, well, what am I going to do? You know, like I, I did ask them again. My family knows. They said, yeah, they know. And I said, okay. So then I went back to sleep again. And then shortly after that, they woke me up and they took me to my room. I had no clue what was going on behind the scenes. And I spoke a little bit about this in my last episode where, um, you know, they, my boyfriend asked like how long the surgery was expected to last. They said about three to four hours. My mom and him went on like adventures in Tijuana and they came back and four hours later, you know, they still didn't have an update. So he kept asking, they kept giving him the runaround, telling him 10 minutes and then 10 minutes would pass and 10 minutes turned into four hours. And at that point he was like over it. He was like, nah, what's up? Something's happening. You know, my best friend Marty's communicating with my mom, trying to calm her down, make sure she's like, I keep pacing back and forth. We don't know what's going on. Like they keep giving us the runaround. And so he asked the girl on the front desk, like, where are the surgery rooms? And he's, and she's like, I, and he told me, I feel like she knew, but she was like, what am I going to do? You know? And she was like on the third floor. And so he walked up the stairs to the third floor, hopped the little like divider that they had. And I saw the divider when I was going into the recovery room or the surgery room. And he saw the surgeon there eating his lunch. And he was like, what's up? Like, where's Sylvia? Like he kept asking, like, on this time you Sylvia, like what was going on? And so he was like, uh, ahí está. like she's right there. And so he went, he checked on me, he pulled the curtain back and he was like, okay, cool. She's good. And then, um, and then from there, uh, yeah, he said like within seven minutes, they had brought me down to my room. So it was like, he was like, they were bullshitting. And that was really scary to think about. Um, now that I'm out and now that I'm home and one, now that I had somebody to advocate for me, because I have gone through elective surgeries before where I didn't have somebody advocating for me. Now, the first time that I did have um, surgery in Tijuana, well, actually, that was my boob. So no. the second time I had surgery in Tijuana, I feel like that was um, a, a really good experience. I felt like the surgeon, he he's American, but he he practices in Mexico. And um, and I knew somebody who knew him. So I feel like that experience was maybe a little bit different. The hospital, like everything that the, the only thing, no, I don't even have any complaints. Like, I feel like everything was very like professional and, you know, and they were careful and they cared for you and whatever, whatnot. But maybe, maybe not. Maybe I'm, maybe I didn't even know what was going on then either. But this surgery, I mean, if I think about it, if I wouldn't have had my boyfriend there advocating for me and asking what the hell was going on, like how long would they have left me in that recovery room? I don't know. 
it's really scary to think about, honestly. Um, a lot of women go to Mexico to get surgery done because, well, it's cheaper. And a lot of these women come by themselves. And I can't imagine, like, what goes on, you know? Like, if they're here by themselves and they don't have, like, anybody advocating for them or, like, checking on them or, like, they're waiting, you know? It's crazy. Like, I, I really think about it and I'm like, that's probably going to be the last surgery I ever get done in Mexico. Um, I never, I never thought that I would have felt like that before, honestly, but this experience like really just was like an eye opener for me. Like I don't, I don't foresee myself one <laughs> getting any more elective surgeries. All right. And two, um, definitely if I, for some reason changed my mind it's not going to be in mexico though the prices are so nice um honestly they're not too much of a difference from the states anymore like back in the day they were a significant difference but when i was looking at a lift here in the states it was going to be about ten thousand with my doctor that removed like did my explant and i was like man he's not going to give me like the best results i already knew that and in mexico it was you know about three four k less and i'm like it is a significant amount, but sometimes it's like, is that really worth your health or is it really worth like the struggle or I don't know, just the potential issues that could happen? Probably not. So, um, I said it here, like this should be my very last elective surgery ever. <laughs> um, I am pretty happy with my results. They are tiny. Um, and they just, they look great. The loose skin is completely gone. I will have to say that this is probably the most painful, probably the one of the most painful surgeries I've had. C-section is pretty painful too, but, um, this is, this was pretty, I mean, I'm on day seven. It's been a week and I still have pretty good amount of pain, especially on my right breast and arm. I think it's because I'm right hand dominant and I just been using it and I don't know how to rest guys, I always want to do things. I always want to like, you know, I'm like, I don't have to work all week, but I'm gonna do laundry. I'm gonna cook. I'm gonna clean. I'm gonna wash dishes. Like, I don't know how to really rest. And that's my problem. And we've talked about that too, that I don't know how to rest. And this was the week that I should have been resting the most, but, um, no complications, no complications. Um, everything looks like it's healing good. I do still have like tape on them. I am going to start, I did start removing some cause I felt like my skin was like getting irritated and itchy from the tape. And then aside from that, I'm, um, you know, I feel like it's providing like a lot of pressure. Like I think that my skin is expanding and growing and trying to fit the implant in and stuff. So, um, I'm definitely going to remove like the rest of the tape, but what else? Let's see. <sighs> how I feel about getting implants again. Um, I definitely felt a little fraudulent at first. I'm not going to lie. I felt like, damn, I did this whole thing where I was like, I'm removing my implants. This is my reason. I feel so empowered. I'm such a badass. Like I don't need them. And all of those things are correct. But when it came down to it, it was kind of like, okay, well, I'm going to pay the same price, you know, like, I well, just go. And maybe that wasn't the best decision, especially the best decision to make like right before surgery. But am I mad at my decision? No, I'm not. Um, I'm really happy with how they look. 
I feel confident in my skin again. And once I get the drains out and, you know, everything is nice and healed, I feel like I'm going to feel even better. And I'm just going to feel like, I don't want to say feel like myself again, because the implants aren't part of me, but yeah, I feel like, you know, just feel like my old confident self. Because learning how to have and build confidence again post-explant surgery was very difficult Um, because I was used to looking a certain way in clothes. And although I didn't care for how I looked most of the time in clothes, like it was more of a struggle I feel to kind of, I don't know, maneuver the small boobs, the saggy skin. It was really hard to find like solutions um, so that you couldn't see that it was like really loose and saggy skin. And so I feel like that was like the biggest issue for me was, you know, I put clothes on and they looked cute, but it was trying to figure out how to put the clothes on and how to tape things up and how to like just make them look normal, you know, even though they didn't look normal. But I'm not I'm not upset with my decision. I'm happy that I did it. Um, it was a little alarming and scary to hear about what had happened on the back end. I was thinking that my family knew that I was cool. Um, but other than that, I mean, in Mexico, like I said, they do snatch you up. So he must took off a lot of skin. I don't know how much skin he took off, but everything feels super tight. I don't see any loose skin. Um, and I love, I love how they look. They're small, they're perky. When I got out of surgery though, they looked like parking cones. I don't know what that character is, but it's a character. She has like a metal bra. She shoots shit out of her bra. That's what my boobs look like. And I was like, I was like, did he botch me? Like I was starting to freak out. And like, and with all of this that had happened, I was tripping out and I was trying not to freak out about it. I said, okay, I'm going to give it a couple days, like a week and see how it, how they like settle. And they're finally like getting their, you know, settling in, kind of getting form. And I was like, all right, cool. They're not parking cones. I think they probably look like that in the beginning because um, I asked for them teardrop. So I think once they drop, they will look like that. But in the beginning, they looked crazy. And I was like, why do I look like I have little parking cones? Like, what the fuck? You know, but um, I love how they look. I'm really happy. Um, I don't know why a lot of people say lifts don't hurt. Fucking hurts. Um, But again, this is in Mexico where they really do snatch you up. I think maybe in the States, they probably either don't take out that much skin or whatever. Because I've heard, I did like my extensive research on YouTube. And, you know, a lot of people saying, oh, the pain's very minimal. And I'm like, ah, what am I feeling right now? Because I don't know. I felt a lot of tightness in my chest. I still feel tightness in my chest. My right breast, like I said, this is the one that's taking the longest to heal because I keep using this arm and um I don't know I don't know uh what else what else can I update you guys on I have drains on um these drains are a pain I hate drains but I know the purpose of them so whatever but these are probably the longest time I've ever longest time frame in which I have drains or maybe not then when I had my tummy tuck that was in for a long time too but these drains are going to be in for like 10 days, you know, like I don't get them removed until Friday, hopefully. And so I'm kind of like, like, it's annoying trying to find ways to style your clothes, like with drains. And so people don't know that you have drains, very difficult, especially with work attire. Um, I don't know how I'm going to get through the rest of the week. Luckily tomorrow we have like casual day for Halloween. 
So hopefully if I do the trick that my homegirl Carrie told me, like sticking them in my socks, hopefully nobody knows. No one's going to know. They're going to know. <laughs> but that is my surgery update, ass and titties part three. And I think this is the end of the ass and titties series. Maybe we'll do another update once everything is all nice and settled drains are out and whatever we can like revisit how i'm feeling emotionally and physically um but yeah i am kind of i'm happy with the decision but at the same time i do feel fraudulent and i do feel i do feel a little scared i do feel a little scared that you know my body's going to reject them i do feel a little scared that i don't know I'm really trying not to like put that out, out there, but they're foreign objects in my body, you know, and my body usually does not react well to foreign objects. Like even piercings, sometimes it takes a while for them to heal and stuff. Um, I'm just really hoping that everything goes smoothly and that the most complicated part was the surgery part and that everything else is going to be a breeze and a walk in the park fingers crossed but thank you guys for showing up for my ass and titties part three um boobies again update <laughs> and it's been almost a month oh it's been a month since i've done a video podcast so i'm really happy that this is the latest video podcast and um i feel like it's a good one and if you guys have any questions i know a few of you had reached out like with my explant surgery people were considering it I still recommend it. Again, I had 800cc implants. I had ginormous implants. They were like an F. So naturally my skin was extremely stretched out, which is why I had to resort to getting a lift. Now, if you don't have implants that are that large, and I'm pretty sure you don't, if you, you know, if you had reached out to me, I think you're going to be fine and you're not going to need a lift and you're just going to look great. Um, but that was just, you know, my bad for getting them that big, even though I didn't know, and I never like signed up for them to be that big. That was kind of just, it fell on me in the end. And this was the process that I had to go through to have them corrected. And unfortunately, because of how large the implant was and how much volume I lost with the skin, the getting the implant just seemed to be the only thing that aesthetically would um, give me the result, the look that I was looking for. So thank you guys again for tuning in. I know I promised you this episode over the weekend, but um, it just worked out that I could do it today on Monday. So I appreciate you. Please take the time to rate, subscribe, and review on YouTube, on Spotify, and on Apple Podcasts, and share me with your friends, with your homegirls, with your mamas, with your tias, with anybody who you feel can resonate with the topics that I talk about, the things that I say, healing whatever, everything. And I can't wait to talk to you guys next week or at the end of the week. We'll see what kind of topic we will get into. But if you have any suggestions or anything that you want to hear, you know that you can put it in Spotify or you can send me a DM. All right. Have a good week and happy Halloween. Bye. Y Dia de los Muertos. Can't forget. Dia de los Muertos. So... I hope that you guys have your ofrendas out and, um, you know, that you're just celebrating your loved ones in the best way that you know possible and the way that they would 
love to celebrate if they were still here present in the physical world with us. Much love. Bye.